So anyway, me. I got this apartment, and I was yeah. I was young, and I was dating occasionally. Oh, here so we the go. guy, I get a letter from the owner. He goes, uh, "This is an eviction notice for running a funhouse." So you had big mirrors. It, 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 it's yeah, I didn't know what he meant by a funhouse. He, he it's did, usually big mirrors, and they're yeah. Uh, no, that's not what he meant. Well, that's what's in a funhouse. In that type of funhouse. There's many types of things. You said you had a fun house. Did the stairs slide back and forth? No, and the mirrors did not uh, bend you and we make you look They weren't thin. concave or no, convex? No, they weren't, and you didn't go in thing and try to find your way out of the other side. So anyway, he starts telling me I'm yeah. running a fun house, which is his way of saying a whorehouse. Well, they are fun. They are fun, yeah. and it is a house. He is right. Riding down the Harland Highway. All right, hold tight on the Harland Highway show. Harland Williams. Are we anywhere near the Mansons? Uh, do their thing? Oh, the Manson murder. Yeah, uh, are they up here somewhere? Yeah, that they're they're, uh, they're over on. Uh, they just moved. I think they're on Melrose now. Yeah, great family. Oh. Um, salt of the earth. You 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 assaulted the earth. No, they were the salt of the earth. Oh, because I when you said you assaulted the earth, no, I no. pictured you on a golf course laying over like no, the eighth no, hole no. and going berserk. Uh, before we introduce you, you threw something out here that I think we just got to start with. You said Picasso destroyed his paintings. Is this what you're trying to? What did you say about Picasso? Yeah. So there's a YouTube of I believe it's Picasso. And okay. There's a, uh, a piece of glass, like a window. Okay. And the camera is facing Picasso through the window. You know, you, you can see him through the window. So, like, pe- looking through the window. Right. And he's painting the glass. And you watch him create this painting right in front of you. And oh. then, when he's finished, he just destroys the whole thing. Because supposedly the deal was what? that... This would not be for sale and be, you know, he was just going to paint this in front of people and they would see his process and then he would uh, destroy it. How did he destroy it? Paint it over everything. Why didn't he just have a neighborhood juvenile delinquent throw a rock through the window? Yeah, one of the uh, the spray painting guys. Yeah. Come up like, and just write fudge six. Yeah, you could do that or just smash the glass. There'd yeah. There'd be no trace of it. That wasn't his thing, smashing the glass. But that's what I said. You hire a neighborhood juvenile delinquent. And there are plenty of those. Were you ever a juvenile delinquent? You look like you might have been. I was a, uh, they used to call these, uh, kids like me used to get things called JD cards. You ever hear that? Oh, no, tell me. JD card was a juvenile delinquent card. And when you were bad, (sighs) and if you got caught, and you were dragged into court, probably more than once, they would give you a JD card. Whoa! And what was your what was your worst uh, like? What was your worst JD? What what was your what was the thing you did that got you hauled into yeah, court? Yeah, I, I never got caught. Oh, you I, did. I, I was I was pretty good, but um, <sighs> there was stealing going on. Like, oh wow! I'll tell you a story. We uh, do you remember we got a house? Like when you were a kid, like somebody would their parents would go away. Oh, yeah. And he called everybody, we got a house. We got a house to, like, party in. Yeah. yeah. We got a house. Yeah. So. Um, I also yelled that when I played Monopoly. Yeah, yeah, same same thing. Sometimes Board I'd walk. yell, I got a hotel. Yeah, that's right. Well. 
So uh, I got to have a jail card free. Yeah. That, so, now you're on board. Yeah. So this kid, Larry Lava. Oh, Larry Lava. Yeah, he yeah, was he, hot. Yeah, he was hot. Yeah. So he calls everybody, get a house. So we all go, and these people went away for two weeks. Wow, biggest and, mistake they yeah. ever made. And they it's left. JD time. JD time. <laughs> so he called everybody he's ever met. Yeah, why are you rubbing your breasts? I w- that wasn't rubbing. That was just, well, uh, I was straightening my shirt. You know, not everything's sexual. Well, I was straight- I okay, like I you were caressing yourself. All right, I'll stop. And, you, you I'll know, stop. I'm in the middle of a JD story, and you're going to third base with yourself. Mm. Okay, so what happened? So. <sighs> There we go. People gone for two weeks. And the reason that they let him stay there was they had a dog. Oh, okay. And they wanted him to watch the dog. Yeah. And he said, stay at the house. He walked the dog three times a day. This was the summertime. There was no school. And we got a house. We got a, we got house. a house. Yeah. So we all go. And this is um, this is LSD time. Oh, wow. So we got JD, LSD. Yeah. You might as well have just done this on Sesame Street. That's a lot of letters. PBS and PBS. You were going through puberty? No. So we got a house. Well, that's the uh, 40th time. Yeah. Yeah. How many fucking houses are there in this This neighborhood? Well, it sounds like there's a whole community, like a gated community. No, no. We got one house. Well, all I hear is I got a house over. You're like a parrot that's looking for real estate. you, You want to... This is a well. I do want to hear okay. you, but I don't want lies. We'll take our time, yeah. So there's like 40 kids there. Everybody's on on LSD. Yeah, we're 15 years old. Now wait a minute. Everyone's on LSD. Does that mean you too? Yes. Okay. Yes. Thank you. I took a, I took a hit. So elusive. And everybody's smoking weed. And everybody, meaning you too. Yeah, me too. Okay. So now you're on LSD yeah. and weed, and we got a and house. you got a house. <laughs> right. We got a house. So, this one kid who's really smart in school, these people, when they left, they had just gotten, as they, uh, they bought one of the first color TVs on the market. How much? You know, who knows what they cost back then? 1000 2000 Okay, because yeah, you could have got a colored Picasso window for 500 Could have, but should have, would have. Well. One of those big wooden cased ones. Oh, with the yeah. Round like a coffin with a picture tube in that's it. That's right. Yeah. That's exactly it. So, uh, he's on, he's on the stuff. And he's, he's a bit of a, a nerdy guy and interested in a lot of different things, and he decides to get a screwdriver. Oh, he ordered a drink? No, 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 the actual screwdriver. that. Uh, oh, you know, okay, because I was going to say, if he's already on LSD and weed, why does he need a screwdriver? Yeah, yeah, no, a regular you know, hammer screwdriver. So. Okay, you don't have to do right. a mime show. I know what a screwdriver. Well, so he proceeds, while we're all sitting around smoking, and, and uh, <laughs> to start unscrewing the TV. <laughs> you know, like... Each little screw he takes yeah. out, and he puts every piece perfectly in line so he knew how to put it back together. Can I throw the word meticulously down? Meticulous, totally meticulous. Okay, I'm just trying to add to your story. So these TVs had a lot of nuts and bolts to them, yeah. a lot of moving parts. It wasn't now you just hang this thing on the wall. Yeah. This is this. And is, they, weren't, they weren't this thin. Now They were like fat. They were like overweight. 600 pounds, his TV. Yeah, they were obese. Yeah, and they're Probably diabetic, too. Oh, yeah, yeah, from the... uh, Well, you just grabbed your tits again. It's not a grabbing thing. Well, this isn't an erotic story. So, it took him like five days to take the TV apart. Okay, so that's now you're five days into the two-week... Yeah, we're... I got a house invasion. Okay. That's the 46th time I heard I've got a house. Well, it's 47 to me. Because I just said it. That's right. So he's got everything out. <laughs> All the ashtrays are filled with matches. Nobody smokes cigarettes, by the way. You know, but you would smoke your weed, and then 
or you know, and they yeah. put the matches. And these people smoked, so they had a lot of ashtrays. So all the yeah. matches were piled this high. Oh wow! Now they also got a dog. Oh god! Remember I told you you started working. Yeah, dog? earlier. And this is the sad part of the story: the dog got a hold of a tab. The drink? No, no, the the acid. Oh, I thought he went to the fridge. Because no, this no, is the 70s, I'm guessing. So yeah, I thought he went to tab. the fridge and got a tab. One calorie. I yeah. Think. In those days, one cal- now they got zero calories. Tab, I think, may have been one calorie. Wow, that's too much. That's one yeah, too was, much. Yeah, what, yeah, are they I, trying to kill us? I mean, you're looking to really blow it up with one calorie. Yeah, fuck. So the dog. Okay. Wasn't me. I don't know who it was. It was sad. The dog got a hold of a tab of LSD oh, and God. sat for the next three days with his paws like this over his head. Going, eh, eh, you know, praying for his mother, I guess, or, or whatever. He was praying? It, it looked that way, but I doubt it, because I don't know if the dog's really praying. It almost looked like he was prepping for, like, back then, remember the t- stop, drop, and roll? Yeah, yeah, it yeah. It looked like maybe, because back then, all they said, the the Spring. Russians are, yeah, it looked like he was preparing coming. for a nuclear attack, in, in my opinion, but I wasn't there. No, you weren't. Am no. I wrong? No, you were absolutely right. So where was I? What was what story was this? You got a house. That's the story. I'm glad you reminded me of that. I I, I forgot. Why don't you buy a park uh, like a bench at a bus stop and just put a picture of you in that outfit and it just says I got a house. There you go. So well, yes. these were the days. There was no cell phone. There was no computer. There was only a phone. But uh, Larry had unclipped the phone. So unclipped it or unplugged it. Well, you know, they had the little snap-in into the receiver. You just, you know, right. the little thing you press, the, you, you squeeze. You plugged it in. You squeeze it, and then you pull you out the pl- little. Unplug it. Yeah. So he was not he wasn't, he was not for calls for the next two weeks. I just want to be clear, because people get confused. You unclip a clip-on tie. Yeah. You unplug a phone from the 70s. Yeah, you unplugged. Okay. We'll okay. call it unplug. Okay, thank but you. But the, the phones weren't really plugged in. They, they, they were well, wired into back. a box. They were like wired into a little back. square box. Yeah, but it was a plug. It was a receptacle, and it plugged in. It it was a clip, a form of a clip. So maybe it clip Clipped plugged in. in. Yeah, that was it. So it anyway, came to a solution there. So the, so the, we're at the house. Yeah, and the door opens. Oh God, it's haunted. No, the people oh. came back a week early. Wow. Her husband got sick on the trip. She's been calling for a couple of days. They're on the way back. And there's 40 kids, all the ashtrays. The TV is completely, there's, there's no, yeah. you can't even tell it's a TV the way it's taken apart, except for the tube in the middle of all the little brackets and yeah. things. And the dog's bent over praying. The dog's like, yeah. so somebody screams, they're back! They're back yeah. in the house! In the house. So it's a house like, uh, and they, everybody opens the windows, and we all dive out the windows. <laughs> Yeah. What floor were you on? No, it's just a house, like a regular street yeah, house. Yeah, but flo- houses sometimes no, have an no, upstairs. This was not. This is the living room downstairs, window one foot out. But the was there a second floor? There was a second floor. Okay, these, these so see, had, I just I do this for clarity, Mark. These people had dough. Everybody well, out the window. Know, even bakers have a second floor. They do, and the baker's dozen. <coughs> so they had a dozen windows. How big was this house? Thirteen windows. The baker's house. Oh, so it was a baker's dozen house. Yeah, and were the windows Picassos or were no, they Renoirs? No, uh, Degas. This was kind of a. Uh, there, there was no art to the windows, okay. which made it art artsy itself. Okay, because it was the uh, the absence of all form. Oh, yeah, and the only form you see is the form that is presented to you mm. on the other side. Got on it its, on its own. Yeah, maybe over-explaining it a bit now, but 
So you dove out the window, Drove what, a full kids. two inches and landed on the grass? Did you break anything? Did not break anything. Didn't even bend a blade of grass. We're out of there except for Larry. The TV kid? Yeah. What happened to Larry? So they said to him, you know, what do you think they said to him? They probably said, we wanted to watch our favorite show tonight. How fast can you put it back together, yeah. you dumb fuck? They may have said something like, I don't think we're watching Ed Sullivan tonight. Well, that's actually the complete opposite of what I just yeah. said. I don't, th- I, don't, I don't know what they said, but... I feel like we just had a joke war right there. Like I, I went one way, and then you came right back and like almost rebutted what I did by reversing it. Was that a joke war we just had? I'm going to say something you've never heard. I came back through the front end. Say what now? I came back through the front end. Usually people come through the back end. I came through the front end on that one. That's also a bar down in West Hollywood. The front end. No, I came back through the front end. And yeah. yeah. It's one of my favorite. Uh, my grandfather used to take me there. For wing night? Well, it was or a... Or spread eagle night? It was a conservative bar, so they only served right wings. Okay. I don't know if you know that. I think we just had our second comedy war. Yeah, we did. God. So what happened? So you, you, you ran out the front. All the, the kids. Do, dove out the boys window. Boys and girls. So they were still young. So boys and So girls. there were girls there. Girls, boys, and everybody. And we were all gone except for Larry. And all I remember, I never saw Larry again after that. I heard God. like his family like moved. You know what they did? Have you ever read Edgar Allan Poe, The Cask of Amontillado, where he he, he buried someone behind a brick wall. Yes, yes I think sir. that family built Larry into the TV when they put it back together. Because remember earlier we said coffin, huge. If you never found Larry, check that fucking TV guy. In the in the in the in he's the, in it. Yeah, I don't know that they ever put that TV back together. I don't know if it's possible to put something oh. like that together because no TV repairman. Yeah, had ever been asked to put together. Right. They changed tubes. Was Larry's last name Rubix by any chance? The cube guy? No, the TV guy. <laughs> did you just show? <laughs> yeah, I did that. <laughs> what happened? Finally, you were funny. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, sure. here we go. Welcome to the Holland Highway Podcast. Uh-huh, that's right. Probably the longest intro we've ever had, but also the best. And ladies and gentlemen, what a guest I have today. My favorite. 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 Because uh, you're like a flavor to me. You're like the best flavor ever. Uh, you're so sweet. It's Mark Schiff, stand-up comedian, author, actor, friend, buddy, and juvenile delinquent right here. <laughs> How are you, guy? Great. I, I didn't know that that was the intro. Yeah, you know, normally I get right to the theme song, but you got me with, I got a house! Yeah, and I'm in my head, I'm going, I got a theme song! But I couldn't get it out. You could not. But what a captivating story. I mean, I loved it. It's a if, good story. If all my guests could, like, commandeer the time so it took 20 minutes to get to the <laughs> theme, I'd be happier than a Chinese laundromat rolling down a Japanese fucking snow hill. Yeah, yeah, I've been there. Well, okay. You know, the have you been to Japan? I was just there this year. Was that you? <laughs> Sweet caramelized onions. Hey, everybody. Check out my merchandise at harbling.com. Yeah, most people just slap some letters or images on a T-shirt or a hoodie. But not me. Yours truly. Guess what? I draw my own designs at harbling.com. You can see 
tons of my hand-drawn t-shirts. Uh, you can either buy the original or you can buy a print. And uh, man, oh man, wear them loud and proud. Um, I love making these designs for you guys and uh, keeping it personal. So check out the whole uh, catalog. We got hoodies, we got coffee mugs, we got uh, t-shirts, you name it. It's there at harbling.com. Get your uh, Harland original design, wearable art at harbling.com today. And uh, thank you for your support. And I'll just keep the, uh, the groovy images coming. Did you, so did you ever end up going to court? I sued a guy when I was 14 years old. That's the only time I went to court. 14? Yes. Well, how? Well, actually, I went twice, but I'll tell you, and neither one was because Who of anything I did. Who sues someone at 14? All right, you know what Who a roach... Who the hell are you, Perry Mason? Yeah, you know what a roach coach is? Yeah. Like one of those vans that they sell food out of? Yeah, yeah, like a street, street car, like a hot dog cart or... Yeah. Well, not a cart, but I mean the actual thing that they drove. You know, like oh, like a food truck. Food truck. Yeah, okay. So in my day, when I was growing up, they were called roach coaches. Mm. Okay. They served cockroach? They were there. In fact, they had pictures of flies on the menu, oh, painted wow. onto the menu. This was oh. this is a filthy place. Time flies when you're eating cockroach. Yeah. So anyway, the owner was looking for somebody to come and uh, work with him in the summer. Okay. So I knew about it. I contacted him, and uh, he said, yeah, Mark... I'll pick you up at 5 a.m. That's a bit early. Well, we went to the factories. And oh, like got you, got 5 you. 5.30, The guys were, the blue-collar workers were They're coming, coming in. in. to work with the lunch bags. Yeah. And he, he was there with the scrambled eggs and the thing. Okay, so it was breakfast. Breakfast. Okay. So I worked him for a week. Yeah. 5 o'clock every morning, he met me and drove me. And then uh, he said, listen, it's not working out. I, I don't uh, think it's going to work out here. He didn't say why. He said, so uh, thanks. So I said, okay, so just pay me for the week. My, my salary for the week was $40. It's not working out. Do you not know how to scramble eggs? Whatever it was, you know, we didn't get clear on it. Well, okay. you, don't, you don't need clear. You're not is at the airport. Painful? Is it painful for me? Because uh, it hurt me. This oh, I'm sorry. All right. Go ahead. So anyway, I'm, I'm not hurt anymore. I feel good. Your eyes are watering. Emotional. Uh, I pee upward. Like, it's a, you know, we'll talk about that. Yeah, please. So anyway, he My says... First, uh, by I, the way, just to clear, you're the first squirter I've ever had on the show. Upwards. Yeah. That's why I go like this. I push it back okay, down. Okay, got it. See, it all, everything makes sense. Okay, yeah, thank you. Go so, ahead. Yeah. I said, all right, let me just have the $40. Nice working with you because I'm not paying you. So I said, why not? He goes, because uh, this was a test week. <sighs> test. You don't test at 5 a.m., a 14-year-old yeah. for a week. Yeah. Right. So what? <clears throat> he didn't pay me. So I told my parents, and they said, let's take him to the small clams court. Yeah. Did I say clams court? You did, but maybe he was serving clams on no, the food cart. No, it was just clams court. Well, maybe he was serving clams. You so weren't there long enough claims, to find out. Small claims, clams You court. never did make it to lunch. You, Clam- you did the scrambled egg. Maybe at lunch there were clams. Clams oreganata. Well, rather you didn't break into Disney songs during. By the way, intent. what do clams have? Teeth. They got a shell. <laughs> wow. Right when you know, we're clam- gonna uh, we're gonna just wrap this up. Mark Schiff was here. <laughs> when one clam, yeah, another when his parents and yeah. clams' parents got away, they scream, "We got a shell! We got a shell!" Or go to shell.
Yeah. So yeah. it's all, it's a show game. Yeah. Show, yeah. It's a show game. Yeah. Shelly So my parents said, you got to sue this guy. Take him to small. For $40. Yeah. Okay. Makes sense. So I, I, I went down to the courthouse with them. And we got a thing. And we hauled the guy into court. You hauled him. I didn't personally haul him. It's called hauling him in. Okay, I'm just picturing a like, fat you guy. You remember now. Rich Hall? Yeah. Well, Rich Hall dragged him in. That's called hauling him in. Okay, got it. See? Yeah. No, clear. Okay, so Hall hauls him in. Hall hauls him in. Yeah. Rich Hall hauls Rich him hauls in. Rich hauls him into court. Rich hauls him in. Yeah. And um, <laughs> we're getting there. Yeah. So the judge says, "Okay, next, you know, it's docket six one eight two three B six five one one." I remember that because this was. Wait, there was a Star Wars robot there? Yeah. So uh, the guy goes, uh, the judge says, So tell me, sir, uh, what's up? So he said, uh, The kid worked for me and, uh, you know, he did the thing, but uh, it was a test week. The judge goes, What's what's a test week? I've never heard of a test week. Yeah. Yeah. So he goes, Well, I had him work for the week and it was a test. It wasn't actually the job, it was to see if. Right. And the judge says, So we worked for a week and it was $40 a week, but. He doesn't get the 40 the first week. Or the, and the guy says, right. And the judge says, you owe him $40. Nice. Boom. Boom. So. What a landfall. He says, uh, pay, the, guy, so the guy pays me the $40. Right me there? Two 20s. Yeah. They usually don't do that, but he paid the 40 Yeah. And then I was walking out. He says to me, I'm going to kill you. And that was the last time I saw him. Wow. And there was a good chance he's in the back of that TV with. Harry. Wow. He was going to kill you over $40. That's exactly what he said. I'm going to kill you. I'm surprised he didn't have your parents killed as witnesses. Yeah, first. This sounds like a big mafia, like scrambled eggs. This is big. This is big, this guy. Wow. I'm going to kill you. And he he was for real? Well, he didn't kill me, so he wasn't for real. But did he he sort of like mumble it under his breath and and lock eyes with you? He was mad. He was mean. He was upset. He was humiliated. He was fraternized. He was... Decarpentalized. He was wow. Vaginized. He was everything. Wow! What an overreaction. Yeah. How cheap is this guy? Unbelievable. Could you imagine now being in the food truck? You got to figure a guy that cheap probably ain't buying the best quality food, and probably isn't throwing the old food out at Nike because you know what? No one's going to know if I sell this tomorrow. That's was right. there any of that going on? There wasn't a lot of that, but he did. When he bought Ooh. the eggs, he bought, there's a version of egg called a thin shell egg. There is? Well, a lot of people don't hear about it because it, it, we, we don't get it. The grocery stores buy a thicker calcium shelled egg. I've never heard this in my life. Well, Thank God you're here. Yeah. So he bought the thin shelled eggs, which were um, not as good. Oh, see, this is what I was just saying. These are from like chickens that didn't have enough calcium and they weren't producing so how do you crack the thin-shelled eggs? You just insult them enough until they... they, they they're emotionally cracked on their own. Yeah, because they're thin-shelled. Open! And they just, you know... So that, that was the deal. And my yeah. other second time in court... Oh, is this for $60? No, this had nothing to do with money. I had an apartment in, in uh, Manhattan. Can you say it right? I had an apartment! I had an apartment! I had an apartment! There we go. I had a studio. I'm just trying to get some consistency here, guy. Had a studio apartment in Manhattan. Okay, what street? Seventy sixth and second. Yeah, that's I know. where I lost I know. my virginity. I know. I Three thought. times. I had it in the apartment there. They have some of the best priests in that town. Oh, unbelievable, Father Ohaga. <laughs> okay, yeah. what happened? So when you move into an apartment in New York, yeah, 
um, they want you to move out immediately so they can raise the rent. Is that why they have revolving doors on the yeah. front? So, we didn't have one. This was a bad building. This was like a, you know. Uh, you didn't have a door? No, we had a front door downstairs. <sighs> that one night, Larry Miller and Jerry Seinfeld kicked the door in to come see me. Wow, they didn't, so you didn't Miller, have a doorbell? It was Larry Miller and Michael Hampton Kane, a comedian. They, mm. they kicked the door in to come see me. They were So no doorbell? No, not okay. in this building. Might want to get one cheaper it was, than a door, really. It was, it was, you know, rent controlled. This was rat controlled. Wow. Yeah, a lot of rats. There was a restaurant downstairs, and the rats and they kept the garbage cans in the building. Smart. Yeah, they yeah. Didn't keep it out back where you know they kept it. In yeah, right. Kept it in to keep it because you don't want the rats, rats to eat garbage. You don't want the rats outside getting you want the, the cold. garbage for yourself. Um, so, and were there windows in the apartment? Did they ever kick in the windows? No, never kicked in the windows. Okay, were they uh, Picassos or? No, you could right see right. The, the, these were actually filthy windows. Oh, I, I never so, washed. Didn't you when you were single? So oh, Van Gogh's. But in your really like when you like before you had a nice place you lived. Yeah. Like, didn't you? Um, did you keep wash your windows? Well, if I didn't have a place yet. How could I wash the windows? Most single guys never wash the window in their apartment. But you just said before you had a nice place, did you wash your windows? Well, how could I wash my windows if I didn't have a place? Assuming you didn't have as nice a place as you do now. Well, I don't have windows. I like the fresh air. I like bugs. I like birds. I like birds. I'm so upset with birds hitting windows and dying. To preserve the birds, for the safety of the birds, Mark, I don't have windows, oh. so they can fly in, brush their teeth, make a, an omelet, Oh, talk about brushing show. the teeth. Uh, I used the bathroom here, and I don't know whose toothbrush I used, but it was really snappy. Oh, that was my uh, grandmother. She's yeah. 104. Was uh, there blood on the bristles? I just thought they were red bristles. Yeah, I yeah, guess no, it was. Yeah, no, that's her blood. She this, has horrible gum disease. snap back like I've never seen Yeah, it. yeah. Yeah, that's from all the gingivitis cells. Oh. Um, let me ask you this, by the way. Tell her, by the way, I used it because I'm not doing well. Well, you can tell her later when you're napping with her. She loves yeah, to yeah. hold, hold handsome hold young, young man. Jewish boys. Yeah. I know. Oh, you're Jewish now? I'll show you. I got a house. I got yeah. a synagogue. Yeah. I got a rabbi. <laughs> now, let me ask you this. Has your, has your voice cracked yet? And be honest. No, uh, I, I was just brought mystery recently, so at 13. So. Really? Yeah. Let me finish I thought that you story. had a nice haircut. Let, let, let what barber were you at? Sid. Oh, yeah. Okay, sorry. Finish the story. I didn't, I didn't need oh, to snap So anyway, me. I got this apartment, and I was yeah. I was young, and I was dating occasionally. Oh, here so we the go. Guy, I get a letter from the owner. He goes, uh, this is an eviction notice for running a fun house. So you had big mirrors? It, 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 it's, yeah, I didn't know what he meant by a fun house. He, he it's did. usually big mirrors and they're... Uh, yeah, no, that's not what he meant. Well, that's what's in a fun house. In that type of fun house. There's many types of things. But you said you had a fun house. Did the stairs slide back and forth? No, and the mirrors did not uh, bend you and we make you look... They weren't concave or no, convex? No, they weren't, and you didn't go in thing and try to find your way out of the other side. Well, then you were just in a house. I was in a house, okay. a small house, apartment. Okay, you're in an apartment. A studio apartment. A studio apartment. You know how Why sm- do I feel like one of the Muppets every time we talk about real estate? You know how small this apartment was, don't you? How small was it? You can only fry, what, one egg at a time. <sighs> well, thin shell or thick shell? Thin shell. Oh, that I had makes go in, it easier. I had to go into the hall to change my mind. 
You went into Rich Hall? No. So anyway, he starts telling me I'm yeah. running a fun house, which is his way of saying a whorehouse. Well, they are fun. They are fun. Yeah. And it is a house. He is right. Technically, it works. Okay. He said, but that's not what was going on. Okay. He takes me to court. A food court or a regular court? No, a regular court with okay. the judge. Because I'm thinking if you live in a house that small, no. probably don't have a lot of money not eating well, probably makes more sense to go to a, a food, food court. court. Yeah. No, just a regular court. Okay. Now, listen to this. You have to snap at me. Listen to this. Oh, well, I'm getting, raising it. We're in front of the judge, and the yeah. judge looks at me, and he goes, I know you. Oh, God. Was your dad? No. He said, "You didn't you? Aren't you the kid that sued that guy twenty eight years ago for forty dollars?" He remembered me. Oh, can wow. you can you believe this? Wow! And you were back. That's no way. What are the odds of getting in front of the A same judge? Billion to one that I would be in front of this guy and that he would remember twenty cases a day for twenty something years. And how old are you when you did the food court thing? 13, Okay, 14. so this this judge was clearly like Benjamin Buttons or a vampire or a Highlander. Because no, no one lives that long. Second I get in front of him, where do I know you from? And I said, he goes, I got a house. <laughs> Unbelievable. And, you know, he was kind of joking with me because he knew, you know. Yeah. It was a 28-year callback that he did, <laughs> you know, which is really. Yeah. Judges have to be funny. Yeah. Wow. So now he's on my side. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, you this got an this, ally. This is what you want when you're oh, suing somebody. You know, when, yeah, when things yeah. are happening. You want a judge that likes you, that knows you, and yeah. believes in you. Yeah. Sympathetic towards yeah. you. So he says to the uh, owner, um, so what's going on? So the owner goes, he's running a fun house. <sighs> so the judge goes, you mean one of those with the concave mirrors and the, you know, like what I said yeah, about yeah. half an hour ago? Because nobody's ever heard of a fun house. Okay. The only fun houses we know is the one you know that you know, yeah. we grew up with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the judge goes, so what do you mean a fun house? Yes, yeah. He goes, in his apartment, he has girls coming in and out, and they're all having fun, and it's a fun house. Yeah. So the judge, I, I'm trying to understand this. He goes, so, so what's wrong with him dating girls? He goes, no, it's a fun house, you know, where... These aren't, uh, you know, regular girls. Girls of ill repute, yeah, streetwalkers. The repute thing. Whores. They repute the ill reputes. Yeah, got it. So the judge looks at me and he goes, What's your address? He's, first he says to the guy, Is that your wife? And the guy turns around and the judge looks at me and goes, Oh, no, he had Parkinson's? No, no, he winked at me. He got oh. the guy to turn around so he could let me know. We're good. We're good. Oh, you know, okay. That's what you want with a judge. You want to, we're good. Was it we're good or I want to fuck you later? No, like that seems creepy. That's that's the creepiest a wink I've ever seen. Nothing happened with him. It, this well, was a we're good. It was a fun house. You could have. Yeah. So the guy turns back around. It's not my wife. The judge goes, the kid's not running any fun house. It's over. Next case. Yeah. And I lived there another six years, and two years later, I actually started a funhouse. Really? Yeah, but he knew he was going to, you know, he knew he was going to get me anymore. Because yeah. now you could do what you want. Yeah. Because you know the new judge, if he took me in, would look and go, "We've been down this road before." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is this gold? Yeah. Well, here's what I'm because I've known you a long time. You have, and I've never really pegged you as a guy that 
when you were single had a lot like rotating women coming in and out of your house. And good for you because sometimes the best ladies men are the ones that don't wear it and they're unassuming. Right. So were you quite the ladies man before you got married? It sounds like, you know, sounds like there were girls coming in and out of there like a, yeah. a gopher popping in and out of a hole in Dolly Parton's underpants. Mm. Dolly Parton's underpants. Well, had to say something. She probably calls them bloomers. Oh, okay. South, 50s, well, 60s. There was no underpants. You know, was, men wore underpants. Women wore bloomers. Bloomers? I think so. What century are we in now? Did your grandmother wear underpants or bloomers? She wore a thong. Really? She was progressive. Is that her? Yeah. That's who was in the photo you showed me earlier? Yeah. Wow. Wow. Only one cheek. Yeah. How did that happen? What happened to the other cheek? She got uh, ass cancer. She lost. <laughs> they one removed of her the cheek. I don't mean to well, laugh. If you're gonna laugh. <laughs> I, you know, you say things. You want to, you know, it made me laugh. <laughs> Cancer's not funny, but ass cancer. Well, I mean, you can lose a breast. <laughs> you can lose a cheek, guy. I didn't know that. Just you could, like you didn't know something I said a little about thin shell eggs. Well, you can you can lose a ball, you can lose a breast, and and if you get you ass, you lose cancer, an eye. Yeah, they'll take one of your ass an cheeks ear? off. Yeah, an ass cheek. Oh, she was off balance. She'd walk around in circles for hours wow. trying to find her medicine. How did they uh, diagnose this? Well, she was sitting on a doctor's face one day. Oh, ah, well, and he felt the the bump. There was a lump. Yeah. yeah. Wow. There was a lump in his throat. Poor gal. Yeah. yeah. Well. It worked out for the best. She was at a barbecue one day, and someone slipped while they were throwing a lawn dart, and it just missed her ass. Wow. Went right through that empty space and hit a boy. So what does she uh, fill that side in with, in her, like, when she goes out? You know, cause sponge they cake. Because they don't sell pants, just one it's cheek pants. It's sponge cake. It's like you ever get a, like a, a strawberry shortcake, yeah. that spun angel food cake. It's just the same texture as a human buttock. Wow. Yeah, they sell it over there at Dahmer's Bakery on Melrose. What about one of those? You ever see those giant loofahs that they sell from the yeah, sea? Yeah, the loofahs. Those will work. the real giant ones, like yeah. the sea. Those are for the fat girls that get an ass cheek taken off. Wow. Yeah, your grandmother's kind of petite. Yeah, she was tiny. Wow. Holy God. I, I, I'm sorry, but thank God she's fine. Yeah, they, she's doing things kind of half-assed nowadays, but she's... <laughs> I'm not laughing at grandmother, but well, that was... it seems like you are. Yeah. I might take you to court. Wow. You're good at court. Uh, can we fast forward to... So she's a pain in the half-ass. Yeah. 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 You're a pain in the half-ass, you know that? Yeah. Hmm. I dare you to say that to her half-face. She also lost half her face. Oh, really? Yeah. Cheek cancer. Yeah. yeah. Which side? The opposite side of the... Uh... Yeah. So in the end, it sort of balanced her out. So she lost two cheeks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. I'm sorry. Why did you give it to her? No, I just I don't like uh, to hear. Excuse me. <laughs> Pretty good, right? Wow. I learned how to do that in fifth grade, and I was a hit. No way. Flipping my eyelids up. Let's see. No, I that I, I can't. I can't do. Why that. not? Um. I think you can. And I, I actually, it's been like 30 years. I, I don't think I can. You're afraid they might get stuck? Stuck. And then people will think you're possessed. Yeah. 
Um, but wow. I did learn to burp early on. And in fact, that got me thrown off the David Letterman show. What do you mean? Honest to goodness story. Tell me. Oh, my God. So I did a, uh, a routine on Letterman. I think it was my first or second Letterman. Yeah. And, uh, How many times did you do Letterman? There are times. Yeah. Yeah. Just yeah. like you about to do times. Uh, yeah. So. Sure. Solid number. There was a bit I did about calling in, uh, uh, about uh, going to apply for a job you don't want. Okay. That's a premise. Like working in a yeah. food truck at five in the morning? One of those. But you go to apply, you know, there's a job open and uh, you walk in and the guy says, so, uh, you know, what was your last job? And you go, <coughs> I worked in a restaurant. So I burped in, in the in the routine. Yeah. You know? So I sit down and Letterman says to me, oh, God, you burped. And I looked at him and I said, <coughs> yeah, that was the end of me. Why? He was disgusted by it. He, he didn't find it funny. Uh-huh. And I couldn't get back on the show. Come on. Didn't like that. That is so petty. Yeah. Richard what? Petty. Richard Petty was on that too, time, too, by the way. Was he really? Yeah. yeah. And Rich Hall, Richard Petty, and me. Oh, my God. Yeah. So, anyway, it was Petty. But I wrote him a letter. And to his credit, uh, he had me back on. I wrote him a heartfelt letter. I said, David, I didn't know, you know, and I'm a comedian, and I thought it'd be funny, and I apologize, and I won't do it again, and, you know, I really need, you know, Forgive. Yeah. And uh, he didn't write me back, but I got a call from, um, who booked that show? Why am I forgetting? Morty. Tom Petty? No, no, Morty. Oh. Uh, Morty, yeah, Morty. Yeah. So anyway, he called me up and said, David, why don't you back on the show? He got your letter. Wow. So to his credit. Isn't that was, funny? He nice got the letter. Out. Letterman got the letter. So you know what I told people? What? I got a show. I'm back on. Well, if you had asked him for a house, that might have worked better. So I was back yeah, on, and, yeah. and all was well. And uh, so that, that's ridiculous. That's very petty. Richard Petty, Tom Petty, yeah, was the band that night. By the way, both gone. Yeah, but not forgotten. My I, son, by the way, saw Tom Petty the night he passed. No he way! At, they he were dri- at, he was driving. No, no, no. He was at the Hollywood Bowl that night. I think with or the Greek. Petty was it was his last show. My son was there, and that night, uh, Tom. You probably love Tom Petty Radio on Sirius, right? You, you like I like I like Tom Petty, but I feel like lately he's been haunting me. It's weird. It's like every time I turn on the car radio, everywhere I go, it's just it's either Petty immediately because I'm a channel surfer, or it's Petty eventually. And now I'm like, I'm getting creeped out by Petty, and I I go past it now. It's weird. Well, you can't even listen to it. This yeah, because it's, it's weird. It's, I feel like he, it's stalking me. He's stalking me. Mm-hmm. But I did Letterman once too, and he was friends with that guy Warren Zevon. You know the guy that's saying, "I know, Ooh, werewolves Ooh, of London." Werewolves you know, so, of London, and he, he, he Carmelita. Yeah, he so, was wonderful. He used to come into Catch a Rising Star. Well, he was friends with Rick Newman. Yeah, who won Catch a Rising Star. Okay, and, and he passed of not cheek cancer, like yeah, your, but just like the regular the regular cancer. Yeah. But he was a guest on he was uh, he was a guest on Letterman one night. I think he was sitting in with the band, and Letterman was clearly friends with him. He'd had him on a lot, and they yes, were bantering. They were and, and so you know, Letterman's a hip show, so you always want to kind of make hip repre- hip references. So I'm doing my sit down with David. We're talking. You know, it's going great. We're getting near the end of it. But then, uh, you know, he says something, and I go, oh, you'd have about as much chance of that happening as a werewolf in London happening. Wow. Like, I made, I sort of made a reference to Warren Zevon, kind of to say, hey, I'm part, you know, there, there's your buddy. And, 
And Letterman took it that I was insulting him. And he said, okay, that's it for Harlow. Thank you. And then he just like ended the interview. And wow. I was like, what a testy guy. And it was weird. I, and you should have. <clears throat> and that would have, uh, then you could have written a letter like I didn't. I should have what? Burped. Like I, I burped. When? Let's move on. Okay. I want to talk to you about, because me and Mark have done stand-up together over the years. And one of my favorite gigs that yeah, you and way, I... This is over the years. Oh, the, over the years. No, I said years, years. with a Y. Oh, I thought you said we've take, done stand-up take over Take those the off for a second. Years. Ah, because I thought you yeah. said over the years. It's hard to hear with headphones on. I was thinking, that, that doesn't make sense. Yeah. Harlan goes that Mark and I have done stand-up mm-hmm. over the years. Yeah. No, I... Yeah, no, no, I got you okay. now. Years. Okay, thank you. Yeah, these these things they they actually um, they um, they accentuate the sound, and it's hard to hear because they actually make things clearer and more concise, so it can fuck up your yeah hearing. There's no concise in my life. Are you serious? Well, I'm married. There's no concise. What's her last name? I haven't heard an actual accurate thing that my wife has said. You know, we've been married a long time, and we're down to huh and what. No way, you named your kids after Dr. Seuss characters? Uh, and what? I'll be like three rooms away, she'll go, I go, huh? And she'll go, what? what? And I go back to do what I was doing, she goes back to what she was doing. Wow, sounds like you guys ordering Chinese food every night for huh, dinner. what? Yeah. Huh? What? what? Huh? What? what? What's that? What? Has marriage been good? Have you loved it? I love marriage. But you hey, do? I didn't mean to get you off the Zevon trail. Oh, yeah, no, what I was going to tell you is our, my, one of my favorite stories where we worked together, and we did a gig, me and Mark. Some guy called us up out of nowhere, and he did a tour around the southwestern U.S., and he did military bases. Do you remember that? That was Rich. Rich, and Rich. he called me and you up and one other guy. I forget who it was, and he said, come with me. We'll go in my truck. And he drove us to all the military bases yeah. around like Colorado and yes. New Mexico. Yes. And, and we drove for like days through the prairies in a van and, in a van. and he, he had all these like signs that he'd put up and we did shows for all the soldiers. So hoorah boys. How do you, you say it? You salute it with the wrong hand, by the way. It's the right hand. You salute right, not left. But can, you know. Well, I was actually, I wasn't saluting that. I was saluting to my grandmother and she lost her left ass cheek. Yeah. So I was like, I, I do, do remember that, that gig, and uh, <clears throat> do you remember when I stole the van? Oh, yeah, one night you, like, didn't you go out and just, like, drive, a lot, uh, like, around the corner with it just to freak so, them out? So what happened was, <laughs> this was a period when people, there were a lot of carjackings going on. I mean, it was a big thing, mm-hmm. and people were just stealing cars like crazy. Yeah. So we were, had been talking about it in the van, about all this terrible stuff. <laughs> so we get to this hotel, and Rich goes, uh, okay, guys, uh, come on in, and I'll check you in, and we'll get a room. And he leaves the van out there, and he leaves it running. Because yeah. we're in, like, Montana. I don't know where yeah. we were, but there's yeah. no car thieves. Yeah. So I uh, jump in, <laughs> and I start driving away, and, and, he, and he looks, and he sees the van going away. He goes... And he starts chasing the van. <laughs> Come here. Because hey, he's got all the equipment yeah, in there. Yeah, right. Everything. The, everything. Microphones, <laughs> the microphones, yeah. the speakers, the big banner he made. He made a beautiful yeah, sign. Gorgeous. With yeah, the, military comedians yeah. on tour. And and all I can think of is, I got a van. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, I stopped finally. Yeah. He gets, and he sees me, and he is so pissed off. He was, because so, his heart, he was going to have a stroke. Yeah. He thought he would just lost 
his entire and he was sort of a tense guy like he was sort of amped up anyways right like yeah. red-headed guy kind of flushed cheeks yeah. he was like let's go he was like really get up and go nice guy great guy great guy and, and very conscientious and a great supporter of the military yeah really dedicated to the military and that was fun that was my first time doing doing like a thing for the military but the thing that threw me off with doing things for the military, I don't know if you had this experience. I can't remember if we talked about this or not. But when you go to these bases, they're predominantly like male. It's it's predominantly yeah, sure. like We're, men and boys. Back then, much more so. Back then, yeah, yeah. This sure. was in the this was in the like early nineties, I think, right? And and so there was very few women on the base, and it was a lot of young like sort of guys just out of college, full sure, of testosterone, like, yeah. Ooh, you know, kind of right. drinking a beer. And so it was it was such a concentrated group that that brings with it a certain energy, you right. know? And so some of our jokes were like kind of, I don't want to say that the guys in the military were unsophisticated, but some of our jokes were a lot more clever than maybe the level they were at in their levels of maturity. Right, absolutely. And so sometimes it could be a bit of a challenge to, you know, I think I think at that age as a young man, you want stuff that's just more over the head. Yeah, I took her in and, you know, like. Sure. But 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 the, our, our material was probably a bit too nuanced for that audience. So some nights, even though they were great and they loved having us there and we loved being there, sometimes it was like, it was challenging. Well, that is most male audiences. Yeah, that's true. They could yeah. be older, younger. Yeah. When all these guys are together, they want some filth. Mm -hmm. They want sex jokes. Yeah. And um, I call it kind of the crushing the beer can on the forehead mentality sort of thing. You I, know? I will not take a gig. I mean, you know, it depends, but I'll, I've turned down many all male gigs. Yeah, they're, they're tough. <clears throat> they're tough. There was one night I did one, and uh, Rich Scheidner. Oh, yeah. I said to him, Want to take a ride with me? We went up to Solvang. You know Solvang? It's up in uh, Santa Barbara area. Is that where they do all the puzzles? That's uh, the, the second place to do the, the they do the first puzzle well, somewhere else. I think they do them all up in Solvang because they're puzzles. You know, Solvang. So I said to Rich, I'm I'm driving up to Santa Barbara area. Yeah. You want to come for a ride? I got a show to do. Yeah. So he goes, okay. Got nothing to do. So we go up, and uh, anyway, it's an outdoor, like this is shell, a band shell. Yeah. And it's outdoors, and all these guys are just men sitting on benches, and at the back of the place, there are guys on horses. This is a, a ranch. Okay. Okay. And on first is a ventriloquist, filthiest ventriloquist you've ever heard in your life. I mean, just unbelievably dirty. Was it him, or was it the puppet? Well, it's debatable. Okay. You remember the Otto and George? You remember Otto and George? You yeah. These guys? Do you know the story about someone that got up and punched the dummy? Yeah. Yeah. So it was that type of thing. Yeah, okay. Uh, <laughs> some people are confused. They drink. Yeah. They really think it's the dummy yeah, saying that yeah, yeah, shit, yeah. you know? So anyway, uh, uh, he's killing. Yeah. And then I go on next, and I am dying. Yeah. There's not a sound in the house. Not even, even the crickets got quiet. Yeah. Which is not an easy feat. Yeah. Quiet. You ever try quieting down a cricket? Yeah. So I see Rich. He's standing at the side of the stage. Very good. You should have done that on Letterman. He loves that sound. I'm trying to get you to quiet down the cricket. No. I can't. No, you're supposed to try and quiet down the cricket. 
Hi, anyway, good to be here, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, okay, nice. I quiet down the cricket. So um, I see Rich standing on the side of yeah. the stage, and he's got a sign of a southern, um, uh, you know, he's got a lot of energy, yeah. and uh, he's got the rah-rah. Yeah, stuff. yeah, yeah. So I look, and I go, so he comes up. I go, let me introduce my friend Rich, and he goes up, kills him. Yeah. Yeah, kills him for like 10 minutes. Yeah. So I get off the stage, and the uh, the guy says, uh, what, what the hell was that? We hire you, and, and you bring your friend? Yeah. He goes, I'm not paying you. Just, oh, no. Yeah. So I said to him. Just sue him? No, I didn't sue him. I, we, so I said, what do you mean not pay me? He goes, this is what you do? I said, you hired me, but you, you know my whole act. I bring him, and a lot of times he comes up, and yeah. you, know, you want somebody to do 20 minutes. So yeah. you got it. Yeah. So anyway, uh, he didn't want to pay me. Um, I told him if we went in front of the judge, I know the guy, you're going to lose. Yeah, you're going to lose. You're going to yeah. lose because yeah. this is, you know. Judge scrambled three times eggs. A, yeah. Three times a charm. Yeah, three $40, times a lady $40, at your fun house. Yeah, so yeah. anyway, the guy gave me the 500 Ooh. So um, about 10 years later, maybe 15 years later, I'm talking to this friend of mine. And I said to him, uh, I, I call him up. I thought he was a friend. He goes, I don't want to talk to you. So I said, why not? He goes, because he, he screwed Scheidner out of money. I said, what are you talking about? He said, remember that gig up in Solvang? You know, he went on. You didn't give him any money. He did the show. So I said, so what are you upset about? You know, he goes, because you're a thief. And he's really upset at me. So I called Rich. Because <clears throat> yeah. I, I got to clear things up. Yeah. So <laughs> by the way, it's always weird calling a guy you didn't give money to and you call Rich. <laughs> Yeah, that's you yeah. know that's why I didn't get money. I thought yeah. he was rich. rich. Yeah, well, he is rich. Yeah, but not that type of rich. Well, he's still rich. He doesn't yeah, need money. Yeah, still... How come he's rich? So I called him and I said, "Listen, I'm sorry. Yeah, that I didn't uh, offer you or whatever. I, I I didn't think about it. If you want, yeah, I'll make good now." He goes, "No, no, absolutely not. You didn't owe me anything. And in fact, he had written about this." Uh, you know, either a, I think in a book that he wrote, he wrote that story. I never read the book. Wow. So I called the guy back. I said, I straightened it out with Rich. He's fine with it. And the guy goes, I'm not talking to you. You're a thief. Wow. So that was the end of that. I never spoke to that guy again. But that's how that story. Well, of course you didn't speak to him again. He said he's not talking and to I you. And I saw him a, a month ago. And he got fat. And he looks stupid now. Oh, good. Thank so I'm, God. Yeah, thank God yeah. it's right. I, I saw I How t- fat is he? Because you, you can still take him to food court. Yeah. Yeah. No, I was glad. He was really fat now. Okay, good. He really plumped good, up. Good. And he's got yeah. both cheeks, and God yeah. willing, one will be gone soon. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Um, That's you, what you want to wish on people. Yeah, losing an ass cheek. Yeah, that is... Uh, yeah. That's, that's, that's... I never thought of that, but that's, yeah. that's tough. Yeah, it is tough. But it's a good thing to wish on people. Thank God the ass cheeks are so soft, though, aren't they? Yeah. It's all, a, it's all the plan, you know? You I know. mean, do you believe in God? Cause yes, I do. Yes, I do. You have to. Yeah. When you see two things you sit on that are like a built-in cushion, Yeah. what, there's no God? Yeah, and mine vibrate. If you put a quarter in my mouth, mine will vibrate. I didn't know that. My ass cheeks. Is that a Canadian yeah. thing? No, just something I do when I'm sitting around watching TV. You know the, the the Canadian geese joke? The Canadian what? Geese. Geese. I thought you said quiche. No, no. Okay, well, well let's hear the Canadian geese joke. <clears throat> you know about Canadian geese? 
Yeah. So anyway, this woman walks into a butcher. Stop me if you heard it, but not really because your audience hasn't heard it. Okay. What woman walks into a butcher shop? She goes, he goes, how can I help you? She goes, I want a Canadian geese. Yeah, I want a Canadian goose, you know, for, for cook for a dinner. A goose or geese? Canadian goose, which is, a, you know, same thing. Well. It goes into the refrigerator. The freezer comes out. Starts wrapping. She goes, give it to me. He gives it to her. She, she smells his backside, the Canadian goose. goose's backside. Yeah. She goes, this is not from Canada. This is from Montana. I don't want it. So anyway, he goes back in, comes out with another one. So she goes, give it to me. She smells. She goes, this is not from Canada. Mm-hmm. This one is from Texas. So then he goes in, gets one more, hands it to her. She smells it. This is from Canada. Then she says to him, where are you from? He says, let me pull my pants down. You tell me. No way. He was a Canadian goose? Yeah. He had a lot of geese in there. Sounds like he had a whole flock in that freezer. Flock? Oh, flock? Flock in the freezer. I I know that's what you said. Well, you just kept bringing them out. Yeah. That's a good joke, by the way. Well, if you're a duck. That was the duck joke originally, right? It's a little foul. Yeah. Sniffing a duck's ass is a little foul. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, do you remember, though, when we were driving across to the, that gig? Sure. There was a certain critter we saw out on the plains and the prairies. Do you remember what it was when we were driving through the, you know, we we're going through Colorado and out, out on the plains. We could see these critters. Do you remember what it, what it was? There was a lot of them. Chipmunk? No. Uh, no. I don't remember. Pronghorn antelope. Do you remember the pronghorn antelopes? I, I, you know, it's coming back a little, but not really. Let me help you. I have here to sister. You. No, this is good. You're going to like this. Pronghorn. Pronghorn antelope. And this is a skull of a pronghorn antelope. And see, this is where they call them pronghorns. Wow. And they're antelope. They're not true antelope, but they live on the plains and the prairies of North America. And they're the fastest hoofed animal in North America. And we saw herds of them as we were driving across. And they're not that common to see. So I wondered if you remembered the... uh, Where did you get that? I bought this at an antique shop because I always thought they had very interesting... Antlers, they're the only, like, uh, antler. Well, these are horns, actually, not antlers. And what happens is their their horns grow backwards. So I'm almost feeling like they should be called the backscratcher gazelle or something. Wow. Or the ant- backscratcher antelope. Now, I have the, uh, you're not going to believe this because it's a coincidence, but I have the pronghorn uncleope. Are you serial? Yep. I have the uncleope. You have the antelope. You almost have the full set. Yeah, well, I don't have the, I don't have the aunt. I got the uh, I got the cousin lope. You got the cousin, cousin lope, and the uncle lope. I need <sighs> an antelope. Wow! Oh, if you get the niece and the nephew, you'll be able to call ancestry dot com immediately. Niece niece lope, yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be some. That's beautiful. Where'd you get that? I bought it at a little antique shop out in the middle of nowhere. Isn't that wild? You ever clean your ears with that thing? Sometimes I do. Um, mostly, I just scratch my back with it. Yeah, it's great at popping zits. Mm-hmm. Just. Um, now, I want to cut fast forward to we got your book. We're going to talk about your book in just a we, minute. By the way, we didn't get the book. I, I brought the book. Yeah. I, we, we I, did, I, I ordered this on Amazon. I bought did. a whole case, yeah, wow. to support you. This is just 
This is one of 43 books. I have a whole case. Wow. Yeah. That's a nice book. What's the title, please? Why Not? Lessons on Comedy, Courage, and Chutzpah. I wrote is that Russian? No, it's Jewish. It's, a, it's a chutzpah. chutzpah. Isn't that a soup? Chutzpah, chutzpah potato chutzpah. What is that? Chutzpah How do I say like, it? Chutzpah is like courage. It's like moxie. It's like... Oh, it's like... Yeah, it's, he's... He's, he's got, got chutzpah. Chut, he's got chutzpah, the guy. Yeah. What's it? You're doing a little What's that? So uh, Jews uh, have Flemish words. Hold on. You're Jewish? I am. Shall I leave? No. It just shall wasn't. I, shall I stay? No. Just be here. Be it now. But I wasn't sure if you were Jewish or not, or you just wrote a book about it. You know who wrote Be Here Now? Who? Ramdas. He and did? Ramdas was Jewish. He changed his name. To Ramdas. Okay. Anyway, yeah, I wrote that book. But wait, I still don't know what what the thing is. Hanukkah, chutzpah, chayim. Why can't you just say it clearly? Why do you have to clear your phlegm? Certain. It's like you have a fur ball in there. Certain dialects, people roll words. They say things. So are cats Jewish? Meow. Cats are always. Cats is a Jewish name. K-A-T-Z. So I was right. Yeah. Cats are Jewish. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's why you can really tell when someone isn't Jewish when they try to they'll say uh, comedy cards and chupsa. Say what now? Yeah, that's exactly. What are you saying? Who are you? Who am I? And where are you? How did Do you, you? But no, I, hold on. No, who intentionally adopts throat clearing into their language? Are you sure it wasn't just like a Hebrew teacher one day? had a, a deviated septum and a mucus cold. It's like, hello, children. I'm ah. not feeling too ah. well today, but let's get through this English and spelling lesson, children. Is this how this all happened? Because That's actually a Yiddish word, I believe. Yiddish? Now, what's Yiddish? Yiddish is a language. <laughs> yeah. How do you spell it? C-H-C-H-C-H-C-H-C-H-C-H-C-H-C-H-C-H-C-H-C-H-C-H-C-H-C-H-C-H-C-H-C-H-C-H-C-H-C-H-C-H-C-H-C-H-C-H-C-H-
Unable to tell the time? No, a mechanic. And actually, yours fits. Unable to tell the time. Can I tell it as a Jewish guy, the punchline? Yeah, go ahead. What's an Amish guy that puts his hand up a horse's ass? You say, what? What? A mechanic. Uh, See, you got it now. Now, you don't know why you did that. It's some kind, you know what it is? It's some kind of rudimentary, like, kind of, I don't know what hey, it is. Hey, with the, uh, you know. Yeah, sorry. I'd like to meet a girl with uh, asthma. No, arthritis. Arthritis. Oh, I yeah. that. Oh. One day, I'd like to meet a girl with arthritis. Yeah. One of my favorite jokes. Oh, that was a joke? I thought you were, well, after hearing about your funhouse experience. Okay, let's get off of the, because okay, it yeah. sounds like you don't know the answer, and I no don't. answer. I want to cut to, speaking of comedians, I want to cut to every year, you're good buddies with Jerry, Jerry Seinfeld. Yeah. And I love this because you told me about this. Every year, you and Jerry and Paul Reiser, and I forget who else is in the Larry group. Miller. Larry Miller. You guys have your yearly, wherever you are, if you can, you come and meet. Is it Cantor's Deli? Or should no. I even say the deli? No. You guys get together and have like a holiday meal or just a, yes. a friendship meal. Talk about this. I love it. Right. So you just butchered the whole thing, but I, I, I'll, I'll clear it up. Sorry. <laughs> so we haven't done it in a while. We're all oh. married now. Oh, so and, it was a gay thing? <clears throat> no. Well, you said... And you're the one that's sitting on the wrench, not me. Well, I'm a gay mechanic. Yeah, an Amish. You're lucky I don't sit on an electric drill because those are really Ooh. fun and my ass does vibrate. <sighs> so, around 1977, 78. Okay, disco years? Yeah, we were all at the comic strip. Larry Miller, Paul Reiser, Jerry Seinfeld, yeah. myself, a guy named Michael Hampton Kane. Yeah. And we're all out of work. We're just beginning to become comedians. You're just starting. starting. Just starting. Like two years in, a year yeah. in? Yeah. Year in or so, Infancy. year and a half. Fledglings. Nobody has an act. Nobody's ever made a nickel at this thing. We're wow. not going to make money for years to By come. By the way, aren't those fun times? Even though they were struggles, those were fun. The beginning is the fun time. It Sorry, was go so ahead. much fun yeah. and the building of new friendships. Yeah, good, yeah. People you never met before, now all of a sudden you're thrown into this room with them yeah. every single night yeah. for years to come. You're bonding. You're yeah. both chasing the same dream. You're relating. Absolutely. It's so cool, yeah. So... Um, it's New Year's Eve, yeah, and the the big show of the year at the showcase clubs was New Year's Eve. They paid extra money during the year. They didn't pay anything. Yeah, yeah, five dollars, I think. Yeah, it was. but on New Year's Eve, you can make like a hundred dollars or fifty dollars, something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't even know if we were on the show, but there was a place to hang out on New Year's Eve for us. Yeah, right. So we were there, and we said, uh, "Hey, why don't we meet tomorrow uh, morning for brunch?" The five of us. Larry Miller, Paul Reiser, Seinfeld, myself, and a guy named Michael Hampton Kane. Yeah. And we met at a place called Yellow Fingers, which is a little brunch place, New Year's Day. Sure, the chef's a gynecologist. Yeah, I, uh, and a good one. <sighs> Those yellow fingers. Yeah, good one, too. That's from well, smoking before. Well, I thought yeah. it was from being a gynecologist, but everyone sees things their own way. Their own time. So, yeah, we had a brunch. Yeah. And we had such a good time oh. that we said every New Year's Day for the rest of our lives, let's meet on New Year's Day. 
It's like the uh, the girls from the traveling pants club type of thing. Yes, except exactly. your guys. Yeah. Okay. And everybody's got two cheeks. Yeah. So it's not an issue with. Yeah, pants. Yeah. Yeah. So every New Year's Day for thirty years, we had lunch on New Year's Day. You didn't miss a year. Nope. Wow, that's so cool. And, uh, one year, Riser was in England. Paul Reiser, yeah. Doing... Um, Alien? Alien 2. Alien 2. And he was going to be there over New Year's, so Jerry, uh, Larry, uh, Michael, and myself, we flew to England. Wow. And we On got Jerry's a, private jet? No, there were no private jets. We were all, you know... Just, Did Jerry pay for it all? No, we paid our... So the whole trip to this yeah. was whoever made the most money for the year paid for the lunch, and then we always got a limousine. Okay. And whoever made the second most money paid for the limousine. Got it. So I never paid for anything for 30 years. Because <laughs> I never came close to making the money these guys made. Not, not even close. Yeah. So um, so we're in we're in London this one year, and Paul's off on New Year's Day, and we were going to rent a, a Rolls Royce because they didn't have Ooh, limousines. Yeah. And it was like 2000 bucks for the day, and we said, you know, we can fly to France in an hour for $200 each. And then we'll, we'll have lunch there. So we all got on, went to the airport, got on a plane, wow. went to Paris, had lunch, of course, from Notre Dame, wow. went back to England that night, and then went home the next day and left Paul to finish the movie. Wow. So, so we did this for, for 30 years. And wow. it was one year Bill Maher joined us uh, for the lunch, but it was too expensive. He didn't want to uh, yeah. do his own, you know, he was like cheap wad. Yeah. And uh, one year Steve Middleman came, but nobody lasted. It was just the five of us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Plus, you you don't necessarily, even though those are good guys, you kind of have this kind of intimacy yes. that you've built up. It, it, I think it would be weird bringing in another guy. Even if you're friends with them, I feel like it sort of Absolutely invades true. the sanctity of what you guys have built. Absolutely true. Yeah. And we had the lunch... At the brunch every New Year's Day, except one time in England. Yeah. At the River Cafe, which is under the Brooklyn Bridge in Manhattan, on the Brooklyn side. Right. And we all we had this joke that we, we did every year, because one year what happened was uh, we asked the waiter, it was on the menu, squab. Yeah. And we said, uh, how's the squab? He goes, we're out of squab. And we all looked at each other, and we knew what we were, and we all stood up and walked out. But we only walked halfway, and then we sat back to the table. Yeah. So every year... We went back. We'd ask the same way to house the squad because we don't, and we'd all get up and and walk out again. So one of the great moments was you, you know, when you order a bottle of wine and uh, they let you give a ta- get a taste first. Yeah, yeah, you do a little. Yeah, and then you very pretentious. Yeah, like you know what you're yeah. sipping. Like you, yeah, you're, you're, it's just you're, a show. Yeah. So um, they order a seven hundred dollar bottle of wine. Wow, that's a lot of money. Yeah. So. Uh, Jerry tastes it. And, I don't like it. And then they give it to Paul, and he tastes it. He goes, no. So they got to call the owner now. Because, you know, you're not returning a $30 bottle. Now he's got to sell this stuff for $200 a glass. Right. And Except for you. Nobody's paying $200 a glass. For, yeah. So uh, the guy, of course, these guys all were on TV at the point, and, you know, he had, a, he had to do it. Yeah. And, but it was just always, and then we would end the day by walking over the Brooklyn Bridge from Brooklyn to Manhattan. Yeah. And when we got halfway across the bridge, that was the start of our new year. 
Oh, interesting. Very symbolic. Cool. Yeah, that's cool. And we would stop on the Brooklyn Bridge for about a half hour, and we would just chat with each other about the year, what yeah. you're doing, what your dreams are. By the way, just so you, I don't know if you know this, doesn't sound like you, squab is like another word for pigeon. Yeah. You could have just walked out the door and grabbed, grabbed one. one. It was New York. Plenty of them. But let me ask you this. This is kind of a sensitive question, but I think it's something that everyone's thinking. 11 inches. Are you cereal? Yeah. Your clit's 11 inches? Wait, what was do it, you have? Was this the question? I mean, I, I don't mean to. I, no, I, I, I apologize. I I've never heard of a clit that long. Yeah. Go ahead. Um, with Jerry, with his rocket ship success. I like there, yeah, like this, his ship. meteoric rise to the stratosphere and also 11 inches. Um, was it awkward at some point? And even though you're the best of friends, there must have been some sort of weirdness when he just took off leaps and bounds almost supernaturally against everyone else. Was Did it... Did did that cause any type of friction or awkwardness? And do you think Jerry had to kind of figure out how to downplay it to kind of make his friends not feel, you right. know, you couldn't help but feel a little inferior to such a huge sure. leap that he took? So you're talking about the time I punched him in the face for being successful? That's right. Yeah. That was a great solution. Yeah, that's the only solution. Congratulations, yeah. Jerry. Yeah. Way to go. I did that to Letterman. Yeah. A lot of people. When's mine coming? It's coming. It's I coming. know, I can feel it. So, that's a great question. Thank you. Finally. We finally got to a good one on our end. Yeah. I, um, I'm i absolutely fine with it. And it's something that I've worked through because, it, you know, there is a... Uh, we're all competitive. Yeah. And there's something called jealousy. You want, you think that they have... So... A thousand years ago, I made a decision. It's almost biblical not to um, want what's not yours, you know. To, yeah. And I said, listen, one of the things I know about these guys, they're the hardest working guys in the business. Yeah. Nobody works harder than Jerry, Paul, and Larry. These guys were focused. Yeah. Serious artists. All great. All great. Yeah. You no, too, by the way. Thank you. You're, you're None amazing. None of them were a fluke. Yeah. This was yeah. dedication, hard work, tremendous talent, and a great gift. Yeah. So what am I what am I looking at here? They they just, you know, hit a lottery? No. Yeah. They worked for it, they earned yeah. it. And it's nice to see when you're that friendly with someone, you 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 like to see your friends do well. But let me take the jealousy element out of it. Yeah. Because that I could see you doing out of the sake of the friendship, but there's inherently when something like that happens, when someone kind of is your everyday buddy yeah. and they go into the stratosphere, did it alter your mindset to a degree where it wasn't jealousy, it wasn't competitiveness, it's, it, it sort of became, oh my God, Jerry's this huge star. How do I, I kind of don't know how to be around him anymore. Like he's sort of, we're here talking about the old days, but he's thinking about the next season of Seinfeld and all the stars right. and the money. So I guess what I'm asking, did it make it awkward to kind of just be yourself? Did you get a little uncomfortable in your skin being around someone that had that much momentum and right. heat? Uh, I was, uh, yes, yeah, a it's little a, bit. It's inevitable. Yes, yeah. and also about around Paul Reiser because he didn't, he, he did not do, Larry had, it was in 50 movies. Yeah. But uh, Paul had made about you arguably one of the great shows. Yeah, yeah. It was and they great. both had him at the same time. 
Yeah, that's right. Um, so there was a period when I didn't see Jerry for years because yeah. he was doing the show and he wasn't seeing anybody. Too much, yeah. No, I, I don't blame him. So when I got back together with our friendship, yeah, um, it was a little like now I'm with not a... We did the first road gig together in my 76 Toyota Corolla. Wow. To Your very first stand-up road yeah, gig. Yeah, we went on the road together to wow. Washington, D.C. Yeah. And we listened to A-Track, Frank Sinatra at the Sands together. Wow. And then years later, so there was a little of, of that, a yeah. little apprehension. Because uh, the dynamic shifted, and it's yeah. nobody's fault, but yeah. But after a while, no, quickly. Just uh, settles in. Yeah. But I'm around him now. I've been on tour with him now for 20 years. Oh, that's great. So, um, so you're still you're I'll, still with them. That's I'll amazing. I'll tell you a funny story. Yeah. <clears throat> I went to see him at the Seinfeld lot one time. They were, you know, filming. Okay. And um, I pull up in my Toyota. Yeah. I had, I had another Toyota. Okay. It wasn't the same one. It wasn't a 76. Okay. It was like a, an 85 Toyota or, yeah. or whatever it was. So uh, anyway, he pulls up. I, he leaves me a spot. And he pulls up alongside of me in like this $200,000 Porsche. Yeah. So I said to him, you know, I never, I've never driven one of those. And he goes, uh, here, he gives me the key. He goes, give me the keys to your car. Yes, do you know if I'll lay it? No, he goes, I'll take yours tonight. You take mine. Wow. So he left in a, like a 1985 dented Toyota. <laughs> <laughs> and I pull out. The, and when they saw me pulling out with Jerry's car, they weren't so sure that I didn't steal the freaking car, you know? Yeah, Rich was chasing you down the road. Hey, that's Jerry's. You know, the, the guard at the, uh, at, at the at CBS Radford. Radford, yeah. DR, he's looking at me, and I go, I got a car! <laughs> so, uh, wow. I was so scared to drive this $200,000 car. Yeah. That I drove it about 45 miles an hour. I, I got it home. I parked it. I think I stayed up all night looking out my window to make sure nothing scratched the car. Yeah. And then I just immediately drove it back, put it in the spot. Give me the keys. I don't want to be near this car. Because oh, wow. I, I just kept picturing an accident. I just handed yeah. him the steering wheel. I go, yeah. this, is, this is what's left of your beautiful Porsche. You know what's interesting is while you were saying that, it's all that's very <laughs> symbolic of, of Jerry's rise, you know, because he was just a comic, you know, doing the road gigs in the old Toyota. And it must be kind of comparatively the same thing, like going from this kind of humble career to being Jerry, and now you are kind of this fancy car, and, yeah. and you've got to kind of be very delicate around it. And it's it, it just the, the whole dynamic changes and shifts. But um, that's sort of the exciting part of showbiz, that you can be right. you know, an opening act one day, and, you know, there's this guy out now, I think his name's Matt Reif or something like that, who was, I think he was just sort of like a up-and-coming comic five months ago. And now I'm hearing he's, you know, he's booked for $22 million a year doing theaters and, like, it's, he's, it's, it's he's great. Right for success. Yeah, success, yeah, yeah. It's it's wild. Yeah, you know, um, absolutely, absolutely true. But, uh, you know, these people work for it and... Uh, yeah. It's, it's all good. You know what's really good about it, too? Even though you do have to deal with that. I had a moment in time when I was around Jim Carrey a lot and touring with him and in sort of the same situation. I wasn't, I didn't stay in contact with him as, as long as you have with Jerry, but, but you, you know, it, it's, it's weird when you're around someone that, that's at that level and that dynamic. I found myself sort of being uncomfortable in my skin at times around him, even though we were buddies 
and we were doing everything together on when we were on the tour and and when we were together but it's a, it's an interesting thing grappling with people that sit you know hit such high heights it it's uh, it's yeah. not something they project but it's just you're kind of caught in the headlights a little bit because they they have That's so right. much going on and and everyone else sort of dances around them and you almost forget how to dance around them for a minute, but I'm glad that settled you get it, down. You get over and, it. And, yeah. Um, Jerry doesn't talk about his successes. We never talk about his show. Yeah, we rarely that's talk good. About yeah. it. And uh, he doesn't brag. Yeah. He's literally, he's like a Zen master. He lives for the next great joke. Yeah, yeah. In fact, if I offered him two minutes of material, yeah. that it was gold or a Porsche, you, you take know, the joke. You take the joke. Yeah. Because to him, that's more valuable. Do you ever write for him? You have yeah, you ever we, written jokes? Of course. We, we throw around stuff all together when we're on the road. I, I've met Jerry a few times. I think I've done a few shows with him at the local clubs. But the one time I had an experience with my, my ex-girlfriend was a guest star on the Seinfeld show. And so she got me to come and watch her doing the warm-ups during the week and then invited me to the show. And, of course... At that time, everyone at the show knew who I was, the, the producers and the staff and everything. So when they broke, they said, hey, why don't you just go to the commissary and have lunch with the with the rest of them? And so I remember just going, and all of a sudden I was plopped down. I'm sitting there eating lunch with Kramer and wow. and Joe and Jerry, and I was just I was just like the fifth guy in the entourage just sitting there. And I, I don't think I said a word. I just I was just like so stunned to be there, and I'm just listening to them. You know, I probably said a few little words, but it was it was just so so cool. I was sort of like a fly on the wall. Right, right, right. But Jerry, any interaction I've had with them has always been really nice and and yeah. pleasant and He's seems a like a guy. Nice Guy, very yeah. sweet and uh, in in my book there yeah let's get to your book why not Talk why not of, lessons on yeah. comedy courage and chutzpah there's a story which i have right there with a bookmark yeah bookmark bookmark chef let's just if call you pull it, it out it you pull that out well, that's what she said that's what okay she, look what that is that's a book there's my picture book mark oh wow See, that, uh, that's almost too clever i think we're gonna have to edit that out yeah. i don't want this is we don't want to get too clever on this show no. mark no. Or bookmark? Do you want me to call you bookmark? I mean, you Your call, man. You know, I can take well, it. Well, you introduced it. I think you kind of painted yourself into a corner. So anyway, the story that I have yeah. with, with the uh, that little thing here is called Free Cars. And my car that's outside. Yes. 1982. In the studio parking lot. Yeah. Mercedes 300D. Yes. Was a gift from uh, Mr. Jerry. Jerry bought you a Mercedes. Well, he didn't buy it for me. He gave it to me. Oh, okay. It's not like we were in the store and he bought it for me. Yeah. He already owned it, and he gave it to me as a gift. Is there a reason why he bought you a diesel Mercedes? Because, you know, it's an eloquent car. It's yeah. really quiet, but when you pulled up to the studio, I'll be honest, I thought a bulldozer was coming up the road. Oh, I it's see the that. The diesel. <laughs> yeah. So we're big fans of... Uh, Old Mercedes. This this Mercedes was the year before they computerized. This eighty two oh, and eighty three, wow. they went computer. So so it's worthless. This was arguably, a lot of people believe that this is the best Mercedes ever made. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, uh -huh. well, yeah, sounds yeah, like it no, doesn't no, even no. have air conditioning. What? It does have air conditioning. Well, rolling down the windows is an air conditioning, Mark. It air Book conditions. Mark. Well, you just said there's no no computers on board. There's nothing. You don't need a computer for air conditioning. You're, well, you, today we do. 
Your parents had one of those air conditioners in the wall that, that was a computer? Well, mine would stick the uh, dehumidifier in the wall. That was, yeah. That weren't right. <laughs> so, yeah, so that car was a beautiful gift. You're a beautiful gift. And so are you. I have a gift for you, by the way. Can I get it? Yeah, what is it? Oh, my God. Well, if I told you, it wouldn't be a gift. Well, it's funny because I sort of heckled you when you came in. Hold that up. I said, I said, most of our guests don't bring a purse. And now there's what's in it is a gift, and now I feel what it, bad. What does this look like? Um, an ass cheek? That's right. Oh, wow, really? and it's black. Cancer's ass cheek. Yep, that's right. Oh, you brought me a wrapped gift? Well, I'm unwrapping it. Will you? I'm going to unwrap it. I want you to tell folks where they can get your book and what's about. Let me say about. something before you yeah. unwrap it. Okay. I've done a lot of podcasts. Wow. I've done a lot. I've done Three. a few. I have my own. Yeah. Tell. We're going to plug it now if yeah. you want. You don't know Schiff. Yes, I do. Okay. I'm looking at you. So, anytime I've done a podcast, this is the first time in my life I've ever given a gift to any <sighs> podcast host. Oh. Is it a Mercedes? And it's not an antelope or an uncle lope or a uh, you know friend lope or a Swedish meatball lope. Is it a cantaloupe? I uh, you know I, I why did it take us so long to get the cantaloupe? Well, I was holding on to it. I was trying to hope that you would see it so you'd look good. I didn't want to spew and it I out and elope. steal the thunder. I didn't elope with my wife. You will. Mm-hmm. There it is. There's the book. That's my bar mitzvah picture. That's the the big Jew. The what? Big Jew. Big Jew? Yeah, there. well, that's the big Jew, my dad. Yeah. It's the short Jew, and that's the medium-sized Jew. It's well, like the three Jewish bears. Six ass cheeks. <sighs> For now. Yeah, you never know. Um, should I open this now? Yeah, whatever you want. It's cool. Well, who did the wrapping? I that did. Is, okay, I was going to say Liberace, but you did this? Yeah. <sighs> so I thought of you with this because you're a guy, and, and you can use something like this. I, I get... When I do, I get practical gifts. Is it tampons? It could be. Because I've been cramping all day. Oh, I know. I can tell. This wasn't easy. Oh. It is a tampon. A yeah. blue one, like a Dr. Seuss tampon. Yeah, that's, it goes in and keeps on ticking. Goodbye, PMS. <laughs> Welcome, Orange. Should I open the rest? Yeah. Okay. I didn't know how you... Oh, my God. Is this a popsicle? No. Oh, my God. It's a baby porcupine. Yes, it is. Oh, on so a stick. Y- you and I both have hair. Chest hair? No, hair on the top of the head. Yeah. And I just thought that this would be nice for you. Go ahead. Can I try, yeah, can can I I try, try it? it? You can try it. This isn't used, is it? No, never used. Because f- I see a few pubes in no, there. No, never used. Well, there's some pubes. No, there are none. And they're blonde. Was yeah. this in the fun house? I remember. All right. I don't think it works. No, no, you, you have to. What the hell's in my hair? Yeah. Ow. Look at that. Look at that. It's Perfect. like I'm getting fucked by a sea urchin. Yeah. Anyway. Ow. Enjoy that. Once you can I mind it? if I wrap this back up? It hurts. Oh, that's nasty. Well, it hurts, yeah, guy. Okay. I like gifts. I don't like torture. Here, happy holidays. Happy Happy Hanukkah. No, give me my gift. Thank you so much. Enjoy that. Oh, God, you know. And you can turn it around. You can put your picture. You can put your picture there. And this is why I say to my friends, friends, 
Go to the dollar store more. Go to the 99 cent store. Don't try like, to find that at the 99 cent store. No, that's, that's from a real store. How and much was that? It's between me and the cashier. I think it was between you and the cashier. Was she blonde? Remember her? <sighs> Adios. Uh, Mark, before we go, buddy, please yeah. plug your book. Plug your. Tell us where you're on tour with Jerry by yourself. T- tell us any of your upcoming projects. You have other books that you've done. Let let them hear it. Yeah, yeah. I Social did. media. I killed with uh, Rich Eidner. We wrote a book called "I Killed: True Stories of America's Top Comics." Uh, Why Not? Lessons on Comedy, Courage, and Chutzpah, which is uh, my, my latest book. A lot of great stories in here. A lot of good show business stories. A lot yeah. of friendly book. Nobody gets hurt in this book. Yeah. At the podcast, uh, You Don't Know Schiff. Uh, MarkSchiff.com is my, uh, you know, my Instagram. I got Mark Schiff. I got uh, Twitter. I'm all there, baby. He's but all not there. like you. I don't tweet and, and like, like you. Well, since I've been brushing my hair, I don't do much of anything anymore. I love your hair. You and I are blessed with the hair thing. Yeah. How many of your friends, you know, if you didn't have hair, you'd look 20 years. You know these are plugs, right? I know half of them are. Okay, as long as you know some of them are. Yeah, I can. I'd like to plug something now, too. Yeah, so I... My hair. So there's my the book. That's a gift. That's a gift, too. So I got a brush and a book. They yeah. both start with B. Yeah. Um, well, B is for buddy, and you've been a buddy over the years. And, folks, Mark is one of the funniest guys. I've been admiring you since the beginning when we started, and uh, he's he's what you call a solid, solid, solid comic, man. You really know how to work the craft properly, and it's always been an honor watching you and working with you, and it's so great to have you here. And... Uh, we got to have you back because I want to hear your story about the crow. Yeah. And we also do a feature on this show called Words from a Wooden Shoe, but we ran out of time because you've been here longer than almost any other guest. Mm. And so next time we're going to do that. So, folks, check out Mark. Mark, thank you for being here. This is the, the Harlan Highway, Highway Podcast. Mark Schiff. Handsome Harlan Williams. I said handsome. Can I say one last thing? We got a house. And we got to go. Until next time, everybody. Chicken chow mein, baby. Lock the doors and paint your windows. We'll see you next time. Thanks, buddy. Do you want the brush before you go? Okay, that wasn't Jewish. That was totally like Komodo dragon. All good. Stop rubbing your chest. I won't do it anymore.